everybody. Welcome to another edition of Just Talking for a Sunday. We are with Vividly Vixen on a Sunday. Viv, how are you doing today? Good, thank you. <laughs> there is a special place in heaven for somebody who can come in at the last minute and cover for somebody who bails out on me. And I really shouldn't say bailed out. They let me know on Tuesday. And then I told their PR person, well, just find somebody else in your little quorum that uh, you can you can throw in and we'll we'll do that. Well, we don't have anybody else. Oh, I said, you could? No. So anyway, they didn't want to do it. So anyway, uh, they, they threw the ball back at me. And so I'm on Twitter at like at 1130, 1230, 130 at night. And I see Vividly Vixen on there. And boy, wow, she was an eye catcher. And I said, you wouldn't want to be on our show, would you? And she said, sure. So Viv, we welcome you to our show. Thank you for having me. <laughs> let's, let's talk a little bit about how you got started and how I found you and, and uh, go ahead with, with, with a little bit of a, a backstory on Vividly Vixen. Um, how, how, how you found me? Uh, well, how, your backstory and how you got started. How I got started. Um, I was single and I was dating and I was tired of guys wasting my time. Uh, and I, it's a lot, you know, when you're dating and you're on Tinder and, um, you know, just the getting ready to meet random people and, uh, and then like nine and a half times out of 10, it's just a flop. And, uh, and people started seeing me with like different dates, so, you know, like once or twice a week. And I'd always go to the same place. Um, and then it's like, okay, well, what about that guy from last week? Or what about this one? What about this one? And I would always have these crazy things that would happen to me um, on my Tinder dates, uh, like really crazy random shit. Um, and because everybody wanted to know like my dating life, I was like, well, I'm going to capitalize on it. You know, like if it's a really good date, I'm going to get laid. And if not, then, uh, <laughs> you know, move on to the next one. And so I started the started up on OnlyFans and i capitalized on my good dates. <laughs> well, say I've had some pretty shitty dates and I still got laid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's a little different for a woman, I think. <laughs> uh, now, where, I, I don't want to say what town you're in, but what part of the United States do you live in so we get a grasp for that? Florida. Okay, Florida. We were just down there in Miami here a while back with Exotica, so it's mm -hmm. a, a cool thing. So I was down there, too. <laughs> oh, wow. Were you at Exotica? Yes. Wow. What what booth were you in or are you just wandering around? I was just wandering around. Golly, I should have seen you. <laughs> oh, I was just wandering around. I didn't have a booth down there. But are you uh planning on going to any other exoticas or is it just handy for you to be there? Um we went to that one and then I went to FetCon um like six weeks later. Now that's my favorite. Uh it's like the fetish industry, like BDSM and whatnot. That's definitely the cool the cool part in my opinion. So um I went to FetCon and um that's very similar. But, uh and there's like lots of like classes and stuff like that too. So um I don't really know what my plans are for any kind of future ones, to be honest. I don't have, I don't even have my plans laid out for tomorrow. So, okay. Well, one thing we do is on here is uh, uh, we do preview shows of the Exotica. So coming up like uh, 29th of October, we'll do a preview show for those who are going to attend the Edison, New Jersey uh, uh, Exotica. So uh, if you were going to go to that, we, we'd, we'd certainly welcome you. You can come back anytime. It doesn't matter. But because uh, you're in our little group now. Anyway, uh, but yeah, anytime you want to pop on for a video to talk to somebody, uh, you consider this your open invitation. All right, let's uh, let's check in with James here. James, go ahead. Hey, Viv, how you doing? It's wonderful to meet you. Thank you for doing this. Yeah, no 
Uh, can I say that um, this is my first time being acquainted with you. I've no, I'm, I'm not that familiar with your work. Uh, but I've got to say, you've got one of the sexiest voices I've heard. <laughs> it, it reminds me reminds me a lot of Kathleen Turner. Well, I hope that's a good thing. But thank that you. is I a very good thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a very good thing. Yeah. Um, what What do you like to do whenever uh, you're not whenever you're not working? What is What are some of your hobbies? What do you like to do whenever in your spare time? Um. So I rode horses my whole life. Um. But as I've gotten older, it's just you know it's it's expensive and and it's it's, it's unfortunately not been something I've been able to really enjoy as much. Um, but they horses were kind of replaced by jet skis. So I've, I have a, a small fleet of jet skis and going out on the beach out in the middle of nowhere, island hopping and um, yeah, just being free out, away from society and the cities and stuff. That's usually my, my escape pad. <laughs> uh, did you, did you grow up on the beach? Would you, uh, we, have you always been a beach, beach girl? No, I grew up in Canada actually. Oh, you're Canadian. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> All yeah. Right. Okay. Well, thank you. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> great, great meeting you. So, so let's get back to this uh, this dating thing and this uh, and the, uh, so a date went well. You got laid. Did you tell him ahead of time? Hey, uh, if this works out, are we gonna do a little something on the something or uh, you just record him? Uh, this is really bad. So I had like an undercover cameras in my room and I. <laughs> I wouldn't tell them it was recorded until after. It would be like the next day. It'd be like, "Hey, look, you look really good on camera," and I'd like send a screenshot. <laughs> or like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was really bad. so I was totally a little pervert. Um, and yeah, but mo most of the time, if they were mad at first, once they like got the video, they're like, "Oh yeah, that's all right. That's pretty hot, actually." So I got away with it. <laughs> now you know the other way wouldn't have worked out so well. Maybe. Well, yeah, it wouldn't because right now there's a couple of. Uh, porn studio shut down because some guy stuck a camera where you shouldn't have had it and that's a that's a wicked deal but anyway as long as they were cool with it after the fact and you got them to sign on to that but I, i'm sure just a hidden camera under a, a blanket probably wouldn't have uh come uh had the best scenes but i'm sure you developed those a little bit later on with the ones who said let's continue um yeah i mean actually some cameras are they're really really far ahead for the time like you, you can see lots of details from far ways away um especially with the lights off too you know with the infrared and all that so it's uh, it's pretty cool um but yeah i uh any 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 uh that anything that i started off with the camera phones really um like after that and then it just kind of progressed um and all of a sudden i have like lighting and like real cameras and like i don't know yeah it just it just progressed from there but um Camera phones are still the shit. Like definitely the easiest and the fastest and good stuff. I think. Do you uh, still go back to that bar and do you still talk about your dating days, or have you graduated from that? No, I still do it. <laughs> Richard Pacheco's with us. Richard, how how would you like to go on a, a Tinder date with uh, Viv? Well, if I could find a time machine, that would be a wonderful thing to do. But at seventy five, I think it might kill me. <laughs> <laughs> if, and if it didn't, my wife would. <laughs> oh, true. I wouldn't want to yeah. upset the wife. <laughs> no, me either. Not after all these years. Um, <laughs> any case, uh, I um, had a career that I was active in the 70s into the 80s. And then uh, when AIDS came along, um, I retired. Um, and uh, I met Patrick in recent times. And I'd like to come on the show to see what's going on today. Because the industry 
is very, very different. Um, to say the industry implies um, there's some continuity. I mean, we made movies, and uh, that's what it all was about, and uh, the acting was significant, and uh, the money was bigger um, for everybody, not just the stars. Uh, nowadays, it's, it's pretty big still for some of the people who know how to play the game, but I don't even know what the game is anymore, so I come on the show to see what how it's done and uh, who's doing what and what this century is all about. Um, you know, I found it in, in living several generations at this point that what was hot for my grandfather, who let's say lived uh, was 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 jerking off at the beginning of the cent of the twentieth century, <laughs> were French postcards from Paris. Now that's where all the guys are. Oh, look at that! And that was their thing. And then um, there was uh, stag films. Were in the World War II generation, they were making eight millimeter stag films. Uh, so that's what guys are, that was the hot stuff then. Um, and what each generation ends up jerking off to ends up being what starts selling as the next business. Um, so I, I just try to keep up with well, what's, what's current, how's it working out now. Uh, well, like when you said you taped this, so this, the secret taping of the men, um, is that business? Do you then sell those tapes, put them on the air? Um, do you have them sign off? Uh, or you you just sort of taking a chance that it won't come down and hit you in the head um, if they get angry or whatever, and the lawyers get involved. I mean, what, <laughs> what what are you doing? What are you doing in the business? What is your business? What are you making money out of? Is what I'm asking. <laughs> that was just like that was just my starter, like my starter days. I don't, I haven't done undercover cameras in a while. <laughs> well, it's I'm not going, a bad I'm idea if you, if you can get consent after the fact. Yeah, it's, it's when you try to market without consent where you're going to get trouble yeah um, well a lot of the upload sites now like they they require you and Pornhub actually just started doing it too um they're they're requiring the um the consent forms and pictures of the id and like some some sites ha you know require you to have a picture of like you holding your id and like with the contract and like there's it d depends on which platform but they all require different things so to make sure that there's no like you know um you know, underhand deals going on and like, people screwing other people over and blasting their stuff all over the internet. So, no, I'm not a jerk like that. I just think it's entertaining at the time. So, no, I've actually never um, sold any of my undercover ones. That's just how I kind of started out. And then I was like, well, screw it. I'm like, just go balls to the walls and really actually record. But I still have all those videos. I just haven't posted them yet. I have permission to post them. I just haven't. I have like a million videos that I need to post and that's just keeps going to the bottom of the list, but I could. <laughs> well, I look forward to seeing you in action. Uh, can, where can I see your work? <laughs> um, a lot of, most of my stuff is on my OnlyFans, which is onlyfans.com slash vividlyvixen. Um, okay. I did just start a Clips for Sale studio um, a couple weeks ago, so I've been slowly uploading all of my videos like in a, on, the, on the platform there. So basically, you just go to the store. And you can scroll through and see whatever ones you want. You can type in like what fetish you're looking for, or what specific genre you're looking for, or whatever, and uh, it'll pop up out of my studio of like which ones might have those words contained and whatever. And um, their software and everything has really, really come a long way. So I've been I enjoy using Clips for Sale more than OnlyFans. OnlyFans sucks. Like no offense. Well, horrible. I would think <laughs> that you'd be you'd be very successful doing erotic storytelling because your voice is magnificent. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, so you, know, you might look into who's, who, uh, who's hiring people to do narration of stuff, audiobook kind of things. 
uh, now I'm talking about erotics material and not just, uh, you know, life story kind of stuff. But the, That'd be awesome. <laughs> you'd be great. You would be really great at that. Thank you. I'll look into it. I definitely will. That's cool. Yeah. Now let's, let's talk a little bit about um, these sites because that's what people are working with now. Here's what bothers me, and I'll just kind of point out because Richard's going to be a, on the tail end of this too, is um, a, a good friend of mine is Herschel Savage. He's coming to Iowa. Uh, good God, in 10 days. Anyway, um, and I was I was searching for him online, and I come across one of Herschel's videos, two guys and one girl, and it had a million views on um, either X Hamster or Pornhub or one of those sites. Yeah. And he's made no money from that. And so I wrote, emailed either one of those sites and says, hey, um, how does, I, I'm friends with Herschel, and, and how does he get paid from this? I said, you're using his videos that he never uploaded. Somebody uploaded them that didn't have permission and didn't have a release form. Now, how is he supposed to make any money on this? Well, well you, he, answered, you answered your own question there. You said they uploaded his videos. When Herschel finished those movies that he worked in, he signed a release for right. his work, for his time, and got paid. Now they are no longer his videos. Mm -hmm. They are owned by some company who own all the rights, and Herschel's entitled to no more money. And that's the legality of it. Now, um, depending upon your willingness to take things to court um, and your ability to pay for lawyers who are good enough to beat lawyers who are hired professionally to fight you, right. um, I'll tell you this story briefly. Like, I'm working on a screenplay right now. This has nothing to do with the X-rated world. Um, and I was told this story by some lawyers and people who are helping me out in the process. If you, There was a movie done recently called, I think it was Ambition. It starred Paul Giamatti. And it was a modest film. Uh, the book, It was a book written for, this, developed from a book. The guy who wrote the book got $12,500. Signed, delivered. And that went to the, the film produ producers who were going to make the movie. And they made the movie. Okay. The movie was one of those flukes that made $325 million. Oh, nobody saw that coming. Um, so here's the poor schmuck author who's got $12,500 and uh, sent away. Um, and he's thinking, I deserve a bigger piece of this pie. Well, okay, you can get it. But you have to hire the kind of lawyers who know how to get that kind of money when you've already signed the release and signed it away. And the extenuating circumstances, anyway, it's been done. It's Hollywood's been fighting these fights for years. So he ended up taking that risk because the lawyers that you hire, they're major league lawyers, right. and they're going to take a huge share of any profit that they win for you. So it turned out in his case, he got another $500,000 out of the lawsuit. The lawyers may have gotten three or four million, um, but he got paid more money. And so what I learned from all this story here is that when you're going to sell a property to Hollywood, have a screenplay attached to it. Because just having a written screenplay attached to the product means you're going to get a, an extra $500,000 for the sale. They're not going to use your screenplay because then you get a lot more. Or if they do, that's a fluke. 
and you get paid a lot more money. But just having a screenplay attached means you're going to get paid more. So I'm doing a screenplay for that reason. Um, why did I tell you all that stuff? I completely forgot. But it seemed relevant. Oh, Herschel. Herschel's bitch because he's not making more money. And you're trying to get – he does has no right to it, no legal claim at this point to more money. Okay, well, I um, I just didn't know, and, and they said that I had to get, um, for them to really even talk to me, I had to get uh, some sort of legal paperwork between him and I, and I thought, well, okay, and I, I, I've kind of dropped it from there. But The other part of that is that um, the, the, the websites, the ex-hamster and stuff, they're not selling the product. They give it away for free. Right. So they're not making profit from that. Um, where the X-rated industry fucks you, in my era, what, one of the things they did, you'd make one movie and sign off for that movie. Well, they would take that scene and put it in five or six other movies that you weren't paid for, for which you signed no model release. Then you got a case there, if you can you know, prove some of that stuff. But as I learned very early on in the game, do you want to sue the mafia? <laughs> do you think that's a good idea? Uh, so. I hope that. Well, I certainly hope that Viv makes her share of money. That's that's the main thing. Are you? There we go. Money? Are you? Are you <laughs> I hope. Uh, you. Am I am I making my fair share of money? Um, yeah, it really it depends. Depends on the day. <laughs> good, good. I appreciate that. So, hey, we got. Uh, we'll unmute Eric here and have un Eric unmute himself. And, okay. Uh, Eric, I have a question for uh, Vixen. Uh, Vin no, Vixen. No, no, nothing much. Just saying hello there. So I don't like there, but I don't know. I mostly I've been out in the West Coast primarily. And then, unless you went to any of the early erotic LA's, the early two thousands, or you never made it out to the West Coast. Uh, no, I've never no. been out to the West Coast. Uh, well, I mean, I have, but not not anytime recently. Not, and, not, not the AVN expos. Uh, the, nope, nope. But, oh, okay. Uh, I've only been kicking ass in this industry for like a year and a half ish. So, <laughs> okay, okay, I'm sorry. Great. Oh, but for thirty bucks, she'll read you a nice, dirty story. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. I bet that would be a hot one, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> now, now, Richard is being a little bit modest. Did you ever read? Did you ever know or read a Playgirl magazine, Aviv? Did Did I ever read a Playgirl magazine? Yeah, or see that. Uh, I mean, I, I remember seeing the Playboy magazines and stuff, yeah, back but, but in the day. Be, but this would be Playgirl. Yeah, no, I've, uh, no, not the Playgirl. They've been no. out of business probably just around the time you were born, I think. Yeah, yeah. Probably. Well, um, uh, Richard was the man of the year for Playgirl magazine one year. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's a great picture. <laughs> yeah, there's, a, there's some kosher salami right there. That makes me want to climb into like you know like at uh, like at the grocery store that sells. I mean down here we have Publix and they have the the sushi uh, uh, section like the seafood section, right? It makes me want to like go behind the scenes of, uh, at the uh, like at the grocery store and like climb in with all like the dead fish, like take some like naked picture with the sushi. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's what I did. Only it was a huge delicatessen. Yeah, yeah you got a... the salami. You got the naked yeah. salami. I want to do the yeah. naked sushi. <laughs> Where do you cool. see things going here for you in about the next? Uh year and a half or five years down the road oh hell if i know <laughs> i'm just i was I, I i got so much on my plate this year has just been crazy and so you know it's uh, instead of like thinking too far ahead and like stressing yourself out about like oh my gosh what am i gonna do what am i gonna do about you know five years down the road like i'm just I'm focusing right now i'm like okay what's what's the game plan for tomorrow it's game plan for this week you know and just just knocking it out one day at a time and just trying to conquer all of life's little crazy battles you know sure 
Um, do you have a, a regular nine to five job or you work at the hardware store or, or what do you do otherwise? No, um, I don't do a nine to five thing. I hate working for other people. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I was in the medical industry for 15 years um, and I have a bachelor's degree that I you know, went to school for and everything um, a long time ago. Um, and I did all kinds of stuff. I was at, I worked at a racetrack. Um, like I trained horses and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, so I did all that kind of stuff. And then, um, and then I got married and, um, and then I had to like be a normal uh, for a little bit. And then that didn't work out. Um, and I was a dairy goat farmer. I had heard of dairy goats, um, just over probably 35 dairy goats. And that was really like a lot of work. Like talk about being a slave to a bunch of creatures to just scream at you all the time. Um, yeah, <laughs> but it is, but it was cool. <laughs> um, yeah. So then as of now, I'm not, I'm not married anymore. Um, obviously that didn't work out, but, um, uh, as of now, like, uh, I, I dabble in uh, the construction industry a little bit. Um, one of my friends, uh, had a business that a little further South than me, uh, and he needed a painter and I do a lot of, um, paintings and like artistic stuff too. And he knew, he knew that I did. So he had asked me like, Oh, my, my painter bail, do you think you can paint some walls? I'm like, yeah, of course I can paint some walls. Well, next thing you know, I'm doing plumbing and like, tile work and grout work and like you know, we're remodeling houses and stuff so I've, I've done a lot of that but since the economy started to like kind of took a halt after the the year turned um as far as rebuilding and remodeling and stuff like that goes that i that's kind of dipped out but um i do do little things on the side and i have a bunch of clients that i do i clean airbnbs for as well so i just kind of make up my own schedule as i go and i have people that want me to walk their dogs like, okay i'll go walk your dog for a hundred dollars like it's i don't know it's just i i the people that are in my life that like my client wise it, it could be from something simple like a dog walking to a, all of a sudden like hey i'm moving to a different state help me pack and like you know and then then they're in my life for like five six years and they're just loyal you know so it's just it's, i don't know i just kind of just go with the flow i guess <laughs> do a little bit of everything and then i have sex on the side and i film it and i make money it's great <laughs> well that, that works i either paint the house or have sex you know I just... <laughs> <laughs> paint the house while you're having sex <laughs> a newlywed couple friend of mine was uh uh always painting the house they could not <laughs> paint the house so i was always what are you doing painting the house you know or you <laughs> So, yeah. James, James, back to you. Question, uh, another question for Vividly Vixen. Hey, um, you said that. Uh, well, you said that you you film for uh, uh, different uh, platforms, right? You've got to say that you're on OnlyFans. You say you don't particularly care that much for OnlyFans, or yeah. 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 Uh, so, is Loyal Fans like your? Is that like your main one, or which one is your main? Well, which like one, only OnlyFans. Yeah, OnlyFans is my is my main platform as far as like sales and stuff. But I just don't trust it. Um, I know a lot of people have been kicked off of there. Um, I mean, and I had I had a Snapchat actually is really what I had. Um, and I had over half a million followers on oh. Snapchat. Um, and I had that account for like twelve years. It was my personal private account before then. Um, and then just in the the course of maybe like six months, uh, six seven months, maybe eight months or so. Um, I all I turned all my stuff to like. Uh, all my settings to public and um and i was never showing nudity or anything like that i was just my day-to-day -day life was like hey i'm going jet skiing today hey i'm you know there's a car accident on the side of the road i'm i'm, I'm going to a nudist resort i'm going to a swingers resort i'm on a nude beach like just whatever and then before you know it i had half a million followers on on snapchat um and so that was a really big source of my income and i wasn't having to make films or show any nakedness at all um but then that was taken down 
uh, just like that, no answer, no reason why, no warnings, nothing. Um, yeah, so, they're, they're bad at that, yeah. Yeah, um, so that sucks, and there was no way to really recover my account or anything. Um, but as of now, like, Face, or sorry, um, Facebook, OnlyFans is my, is where most of my stuff is, and then I've started shuffling everything over to Clips for sale. Um, yeah, because they, it's a fetish website, so you can pretty much post anything you want for the most part. Um with any you don't really have to worry about it getting taken down because i'm just waiting for the inevitable like one day i go on and all my stuff is gone like were, you making, to me, huh? yeah, were, were you making stuff like for clips for sale first before you were uh before you're doing the only fans or were you doing doing, doing doing them both at the same time or so or just no um no i just i just started the clips for sale like just a couple months ago um but it's just like a it's like a store you know it's like right. i put all of my videos i post my videos on OnlyFans. And that's subscription-based, right? Uh, yeah, no, I, so I have two I have two OnlyFans pages. One is a free page, and then you can look at what videos I have, and then you can buy them for, like, pay-per-view if you'd like. Um, but, it's, but it's free subscription. Now, my other page is a VIP, and you get all of my videos for free right. for a monthly right. price. And so it just kind of balances out. Some people, some of my fans, like, they like me enough that they just want to see all my shit. So it's like, okay, well, I'm just going to pay $20 a month, and I guess you know, five videos worth of whatever each month or what, you know, it's, it's a good deal. Um, and I put a lot of time and effort into it. It's not just like, Ooh, look at my panties today. Like that's, that's stupid. I don't know. But the clips for sale is like a backup in case something were to ever happen, like that you can buy all my videos on clips for sale as well. It's just, um, I just want to, you know, everyone should have a backup backup because you okay. never know what's going to happen. Yeah, that's that's what I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you if you preferred like like the clip sites, like Clip for Sales, or uh, what's another one? I forget. I forget what the other one is, but um, Clips for Sale, or as opposed to the subscription sites like OnlyFans or Loyal Fans or stuff like that. I think the I think the clip sites are are easier access. Um, I just don't think Clips for, for Sale is very well known um, publicly, like to to the the purchasers i don't think people really know what it is yet you know like everyone knows what pornhub is not everybody knows what clips for sale is everybody knows what OnlyFans is you know but OnlyFans is just annoying to work with on multiple levels and they haven't upgraded any of any of their um like they haven't upgraded their platform they haven't done anything to help out the users they just basically made their site and then covid made everything boost and spike on there and uh, they're like oh all right we're see you later that's, we're leaving yeah that's see that's what i've heard from a lot of a lot of performers they prefer like Loyal fans too. Uh, yeah. Only fans. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that loyal fans is good. I'm not on it yet. I do have. I have a. Um. <laughs> I have a many, many fan, many vids. Many uh, vids. That's yeah. that's what I was thinking. Trying to think. Okay. Of yeah, I have one. I haven't posted anything on it. I basically just like reserved my name on different platforms, so then that way no one else could like steal it. And then if I chose to go there, it was already set up and ready to go, and I would just have to download. Um, but I you know I have a many many vids. I just don't have anything posted on it. I don't have like loyal fans as another one, and then there's uh, fansly. I have a fansly. I don't have anything on it. Yeah. And it's just so confusing. There's just so much. There's you know, there's only so much time in the day. Right, right. <laughs> it's a lot of work. And that's another thing, too, uh, James and Viv, that, um, you know, it's good to have a backup, but you don't have to be on every site. I mean, that's just a, that's just a job. And when it becomes work, then it doesn't become fun, you know. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, but I say, yeah, definitely have a backup. But, you know, I, I, I look at OnlyFans as they have made a lot of money, but they don't support, I don't see them being a sponsor at Exotica or any mm -hmm. of these other shows, uh, loyal fans, um, 
kind of took over the Bad Dragon area of that big where all the stars are. Bad Dragon went and then sponsored all of the seminars and so uh, at Exotica. So that's what what happened there. But yeah, thank goodness for loyal fans for stepping up. I don't know what they would have, if even OnlyFans was approached. I'm sure they were. About yeah, it. they could be. Uh, Clips, Clips for Sale um, sponsors uh, FetCon, FetishCon, um, and uh, and Bad Dragon is also a, a sponsor. But for whatever reason this year, like Bad Dragon wasn't there. I was so disappointed. I was so excited to go to their booth, and like they just weren't there. I'm like, what the heck? Where did Bad Dragon go? Like yeah. <laughs> it's my my favorite thing ever. Um, but yeah, no, like Clips for Sale sponsors FetishCon. So yeah, but I don't, I haven't seen OnlyFans do anything like that. And then um, they usually have uh, at. Uh... Exotica, they had a big uh, um, MFC. Uh, what MFC? What's it stand for? Uh, my MFC. My free camps. My free camps. Yeah. Free and by the way, they're a big sponsor on the side. They've got all the all the gals there, and they they've got a I think they've got a chatterbait booth as well too. So um, those yeah. are a couple things there. But yeah, um, if it wasn't for loyal fans stepping up for the big whole um area there i don't know what they would have done and then uh brazzers also took a step back they weren't at uh, uh james i don't think they were at exotic in chicago i don't i don't remember seeing them no they were last year but uh i remember i had a picture of me and phoenix marie <clears throat> and uh another gal annabella peaks abella abella peaks and abella was biting phoenix's ass while she was having while she Abella was danger Abella Danger, yeah. Abella, Abella Danger, Danger. yeah. But anyway, Abella Danger was biting um, uh, the ass of Phoenix Marie when she was hugging me. So anyway, I was at Phoenix Marie's booth. And uh, so anyway, uh, I said, can you sign this? Yeah, sure, 20 bucks. I said, can you get her to sign it too? Yeah. And so she hollers over, bitch, sign this. And so anyway, <laughs> and I says to Phoenix, I said, uh, do you want to, uh, uh, do you need any, any money? No, no, I don't give her any money. That bitch has too much money now. So anyway, <laughs> it was, uh, that's Phoenix. Phoenix Marie, you know, write stuff on, on pictures that, uh, is outlawed in several States. Yes. <laughs> and, um, she, she did a little video for my cousin. I say, can you, you know, say something dirty to my cousin? Oh my God, it was almost made my, you know, my my recorder melt. It was just that bad. <laughs> uh, let's see if I can find it real quick. I don't know if I can. I, you know, I, Phoenix 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 is an antagonist. Yeah, she, she is. is. <laughs> she's, she's, yeah. So she likes to get things going. Yeah, that's instigator. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. a there's a picture of. Uh, um, yep. Yeah. Uh, please let us take turns on you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she she's she's something else. Yeah, yeah sign this bitch. That's <laughs> her her uh, fun time. But that's cool. Uh, um, what what are some other goals that you have? I, we've talked about plans, but our plans and goals are two different things. What are some of your goals? Just to be happy. And to make other people happy. 
Well, you've done that. That's for sure. I, I <laughs> scrolled through your, your Twitter feed. Looks like everybody's going to be happy watching you. <laughs> Not that kind of happy. <laughs> but that helps, too. You're going to get a little bit of that happy. you know. <laughs> uh, Richard, another question for uh, Viv? I'm just enjoying the the uh, the broadcast. Um, I can't get the smile off my face. I love hearing your voice. Uh, I'm, I, while you're talking, I mean, who the fuck do I know? That uh, I remember Keisha. Remember Keisha, the movie? She did, uh, she used to talk about, this was early in her career, she did some audio work, and she would preface it, she'd talk about, the, in, sort of introduce it by saying, it's interesting when you do audio work because when people are listening to you, um, they can create reality in a way that they can't when their eyes are open. Um, so you get, um, you, your body responds uh, more, it's easier to elicit a physical response to erotic uh, eroticism when you're, you're hearing it than just when you're, than, than when visual is involved as well. Uh, it's a whole other uh, experience and she made herself very good at providing that she did a, so but there were there were things people used to do this was like uh they were making audio tapes at one point but i'm talking about the 80s i don't know that the modern versions of that are uh phone sex i guess is one you, you would be great in that because you no. just say you know what you your please you ask your client what do you what do you want to know what do you want to talk about what am i doing for you um you know, and they, they create their jerk-off scenario and tell you, and then you just parrot it back, saying, I'm... Ah, I, I suck at that. I suck at that. That's not, like... Well, you might I, not I, want to do it, but your voice no, is no, no. perfect I, I mean, I wish I could I wish I wish could kick ass at it. I just... Uh, I think I get too in on my in my own head about it. Like, you go, oh, they can talk dirty to me. Like, uh, your floors look gross. Go clean them. I don't know. Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's... There, you, you wouldn't... You, now that's the next step. You could be doing stand-up sexuality, stand-up comedy about your sex experiences. You'd be good at that, I think, too. Uh, yeah, I definitely have a lot of stories. That's for sure. But um, and you had a lot. Of, you got a lot of nerve. You got a lot of in Jewish. You'd say chutzpah, nerve, balls. Uh, you, you know, I think you'd, uh, you don't Sometimes. get thrown by very much. You've got enough life experience under your belt where, okay, here's who I am. Take it or leave it, and go fuck yourself. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> tell your story, play your cards, and. Uh, Good night, folks. And uh, I think yeah, lo love me or leave me. Like yeah, <laughs> you, you put on a sexy outfit and stand up there, and you, you'd be pretty good at that. Well, thank you. I appreciate. And that's, there's a lot of that going on. There's a lot of comedy clubs and stuff where you know you could play the sexual angle and be that, that person and just talk about to your things, funny shit that's happened to you, and be. Well, that's what started my OnlyFans. <laughs> and, and that's what you're doing right now. That's, you know, yeah. That would be a, a nice step for you, because then you'd be sitting on the fence. You wouldn't be. You don't have to show your pussy every night. Um, you know, you could just talk about showing your pussy, and that that's that's the difference between X and R um, yeah. in the world. Very true. Very true. That's I funny. think with her voice, she could also be dominatrix and just bully some poor fucker about his small little cock. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, I really think that would work out well. Yeah, you can make him cry, and then he'll give you a hundred dollar bill. That's right. <laughs> uh, it does. It makes. I don't know. It hurts my heart to like sometimes like talk badly about people. You know, like yeah. yeah. I don't know. That well, you have to be in a certain frame of mind. Like if you act, if if you're somebody that like is just like a sniz sniveling, sneezing, like mopey crybaby of a man, it's like 
really you know like you just like you don't have the same respect and i don't i don't like being disrespectful towards other people and i want to treat people how i want to be treated so it's hard for me to get in that mentality although i have been a dominatrix i had a dungeon like i have i've done a lot of that kind of stuff too but it's never the easiest and it's never my favorite just put it that way well it's it's question are you being yourself or are you playing a part because when you're an actor or an actress you leave yourself in the dressing room and then you know you Whatever your lines are, your lines, and whatever the director says you are, you try to be. Um, and yeah. you, know, you, don't, you don't worry about it because it doesn't involve your own opinion of yourself till you're done. And then you go back and you become yourself. And you go, I didn't like being that. I or, suck at doing that. I suck you know, at doing that. <laughs> Anybody I've ever worked with, like like um, some of like the higher uh, people, <clears throat> when it's like the whole production and all that, um, the first thing I tell them is like, I'm a really shitty actress and I don't remember lines and like, it's just kind of not me. I don't, I just, I, I like, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go from here to here and whatever happens, happens. All right, cool. I can do that. But when it's, all right, you're going to walk in the door and you're going to pretend you're the pizza man and da, 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 da. And I'm like, what is this? Like, I just, it just doesn't, it feels fake to me. And I, what's what it is. It is, it, it is fake and it feels fake. And it's like, why, it, when I'm watching porn, do I want to? see the whole lead up no everybody just fast forwards through all that shit anyways so why bother like start off with like okay like hey i went on a date with so and so and this is how it kind of turned out and like bam mid-scene like you're fucking you're doing this whatever it is like that's cool it's real that's how real life is you don't really know what what to expect so that's my, my kind of stuff that i post it like 95 99 of all the stuff that i post that i try to post is um is just authentic organic shit that happens to me or shit that goes down or like some people you know you see them like okay yeah like let's go do this um Oh, like you've it. just described a character, and that's the character that you play very well. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's. But when you're on camera and you're performing it, you're. It's. It's. It's what you're. It's what I'm calling a character. You just let that person have the floor, and that's what you're selling. Yeah. If you're, well, I'm if not you're good at being any anybody else, so. <laughs> I, I'm kind of, I'm, yeah, everybody that works with me has said, like, oh, yeah, she's a really shitty actress, you know, but she's a lot of fun. I'm like, okay, I, I'd rather be a lot of fun than a, than a good actress. <laughs> well, that's why you do your act by yourself and you don't have a director because, you know. <laughs> have, you, uh, have you been approached by any oh, uh, uh, recording studios? For example, we have one in Iowa called Private Society, and, boy, they would, they, they would love to have you for sure, I bet. Uh, have I been approached by any? Yeah, I've been approached by a couple different um, modeling agencies and stuff. Um, but the they always try to hardball you, um, uh, boss you around and stuff, you know. And like when you're 18 and you're young and you're new to the industry and you're naive, like yeah, that works. But that's, that's not going to work with me. Um, like fuck you too. You know, you're not going to tell me, oh, sorry, you got to go have to, you got to have to go do this like BBC gangbang if you sign up with us. Like. Okay, I just won't sign up for you. Well, we're not going to find you any other shoots because you're too old. Well, that's fine. I'll find my own shoots, and I do. So you know, it's just it's just they just try to push you. You know, the only sales that you know for your category for your age, like this is the only stuff that's really selling right now. And I'm like, well, then I'm doing a better job at selling myself than you are. So why should I sign up with with you? Oh, so, I like your nerve. I like the I like the nerve. Well, it's the truth, though. You know, yeah. people need to learn to stand up for themselves and like do what they believe in and and stick with their brand. A lot of girls, they sell themselves, they sell out, you know, they, they give in because, oh, it's quick money, but then they're ruined. Nobody wants to see that afterwards. Like you hit that plateau and it's like, okay, now what? Now what? There's nothing yeah. else you could do I mean, unless you go and get a sex change and start all over again, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got my vote. I think you should just keep dancing. You're doing fine. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> very, I'm very impressed. 
Thank you. <laughs> um, I, I will say in, in defense of private society here in Iowa, uh, the last time I was down there to take the gals out for lunch, uh, the, the older gal was uh, uh, 68 years old. So it was not an age thing there. And, and she didn't look a day over 50. I mean, she really looked nice. Uh, yeah. I don't want to be ageist or anything like that, but she she looked nice. And and um, it was the guy who had trouble. That was, you know, the girls were both willing to, you know, do their thing. But uh, <laughs> then, of course, then we went out in that cornfield and took some pictures of uh, of uh, Victoria. And she wanted to go on the cornfield and have a couple pictures of her and some corn cobs in her mouth and Jesus. and other places <laughs> other places i'm yeah. totally gonna do that too i could take the corn cob and go crawl into a sushi freezer and like send you guys some naked pics <laughs> if i can i'm always trying to find you know i always lose my goddamn pictures on here every time i take a picture of something and i lose the thing it's like ah oh, shit where'd that go but uh yeah so she uh our friend herschel uh, was in a, a cornfield and they i uh, call it corn star and uh <laughs> So she says, I want to do that. And so anyway, we took a couple pictures of her in the in the cornfield and and uh anyway she had she had a fun time with that. Then she uh stuck the corn cob uh in various places and then that was another story. But uh anyway, yeah, uh, she had a I don't think I've ever tried a corn cob. That sounds like a good idea. <laughs> it sounds sounds fun. <laughs> it's got some girth. They're, they're, they get pretty thick. And they're not like a banana where it's just going to like melt no, over the place. No, yeah. <laughs> no. All right, I'm never going to look at corn the same way again. <laughs> you feel each kernel as it's going in. Yeah. Ribbed for your protection. Ribbed for pleasure. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> James, another question for uh, Viv? No, uh, I'm like, uh, just like Richard. I mean, I'm, I'm just enjoying the conversation. I think you're, I think you're really bright. I think you're, you're wonderful to speak to. You're a great conversationalist. I just, I'm, I'm really, I'm really enjoying this. Oh, <laughs> me too. I think you guys are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you, um, uh, one thing is, as you know, like I said earlier in our honor, this, this is primarily an autograph group. This is how we got started. Some people collect, uh, you know, autograph baseballs or whatever. And, uh, I, I just found that there was no, there was no other, uh, Facebook group that featured anybody who collected uh, adult signed autographed uh, material and so i don't know if you have pictures are not available for for signatures or anything like that um certainly uh you know uh, being being a little newer uh we may not sell three thousand dollars worth but uh if you ever did go to exotica and have a booth uh that would be something to think about is is having a uh, some autograph or some some pictures printed up several yeah what i, what I suggest is PGR and X, um, you know, this is, you know, this is, well, this is pretty much G. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is, this would be, I would say, PG or R. Anyway, you know, you know the rigs. But anyway. <laughs> uh, PG-13. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, that would be something that I, I'm sure a couple of our, our members would be uh, certainly willing to spend a couple of bucks on. Yeah, there's. Christy, that would be an X there. Uh, but anyway, uh, got several of uh, of Stormy when she was uh, in Chicago this last year as well too. So super cool. Yeah, I definitely I'd print some of them. I'd, I'd do that. Yeah, yeah. If you had any of that, were a couple eight by tens that would just to add to your repertoire of of uh, and you know on Twitter too. I mean, you could 
certainly just post your your cash app or your venmo or your paypal or whatever and mm -hmm. something like that too because some people just want a picture i've seen her i've seen her here and you write a little sexy message like phoenix marie does and <laughs> yeah yeah no actually i uh my dad bought me a, a male stripper for my 21st birthday oh and oh. uh he, he asked me what i wanted and i jokingly said i want a male stripper and he's like all right well, tell me how much <laughs> what really yes like <laughs> uh, so i actually have an autographed picture of my stripper for my birthday and i ended up dating him for like three months and then I just kind of disappeared. It was, I don't know. I was in a weird spot in my life. I was like, all right, I'm in college. Like, I don't want to date, you know, <laughs> I want to live my life, like freedom. <laughs> but yeah, I still have that picture somewhere. I'm not really sure where it is, but yeah, that's the thing. That's the only one that I have. This I is just a, remembered that. Another one from Phoenix Marie. Uh, I can't read it. Please. Something, something. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> <on> my ass. <laughs> She's hot. <laughs> she coat my pretty face with your hot cum. You know, Hell Yeah. <laughs> And a side of fries. And a side of fries. <laughs> order for a restaurant. Yeah. That's just, you know, she's just a fries with that shake. Very yeah. direct with her, uh, her stuff there. So, hey, don't forget, next week our guest is going to be Dick Dangle. Dick Dangle will be our guest. Dick is not a performer, but he is a, um, a blogger, and uh, I think he's on YouTube, and he's got a weekly show, and he writes a weekly article, and uh, he's met a lot of folks, and I finally... Ran into him in Chicago, and I said, Dick, uh, when are we going to get you on? He says, anytime. So he's going to come up. James, when you're in Chicago with us, did you meet uh, Dick Dangle at all? And I'm afraid I didn't. I, did, uh, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't see him. <laughs> I did not see Dick. When I was or, his, or his dangle. Oh, his dangle. Or his dangle. But uh, I know he's going to have some great stories for us next week as well. Uh, Viv, anything else we want to cover before we let you go? Mm, give us yeah. give us your uh twitter and your only fans paid and free sites again for us okay okay um so twitter and twitter is vividly underscore vixen that's the only one that has the underscore and then everything else is just vividly vixen um whether it's uh fet um fet life is my favorite my favorite like social media platform is fet life um you know instagram and like facebook and all all of the stuff is is just vividly vixen and uh, the vip page which is the subscription page is um vividly vixen vip it's pretty straight, straightforward well, lots of v's <laughs> well and of course you're in our autograph group so anytime you want to just bop in and say howdy and and uh interview the guests like uh like everybody's interviewed you you're always more than welcome to do that hey maybe you'll want to talk to dick dangle oh talk to <laughs> i talked to a lot of dangling dicks i don't know <laughs> 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 all right well we'll, uh, we'll say goodbye for now but again uh, don't forget you can check us out at www.jizztalking.com or you can uh, check us out on youtube uh, that's where we're trying to get people to like and subscribe i want to get to that thousand subscribers i'm not i'm not so lucky as uh to you know to fall into 250,000 subscribers just like uh uh, the one gal did the other day, but anyway, we're building like uh, the little locomotive. We're we're doing our best anyway. So uh, search for Jizz Talking on YouTube. You can always find us at Jizz Talking on Twitter as well too, and even uh, even Pinterest. Jizz Talking and Pinterest. We'll fucking put your recipes up there too. So anyway, <laughs> now uh, Pinterest was co-invented in Iowa, so we got to keep it local there. So anyway, again, uh, thank you, uh, Vivid 
Vixen for being our guest. We'll see everybody next week.